Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be, and welcome back to Way Off Sides, episode number two. Before we get started, I made a mistake during our inaugural episode, and I, I gotta, I gotta be a man of integrity, and I've got to, uh, I've got to come clean. So I, I think I had said at one point that uh, we were talking about TCU and Kansas State. Uh, I had said that TCU beat Kansas State in the regular season and in their championship game. Uh, that is incorrect. And so uh, I, I apologize. Um, last season feels like it was five years ago. And so uh, hopefully you can all forgive me. Uh, but I'm here with Chris tonight. Um, so, so, guests pop in so, later. Say, hey, so you're telling, you're, you're telling us you got something wrong? Yeah, man. It happens. No, I'm allowed. No I'm allowed. No I'm allowed. I'm allowed to get things wrong from time to time. No, I'm a I'll human being. I'm a human being. Okay. All right. Things I'll happen. Give, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a pass. I appreciate that, man. I guess that's my one get out of jail free card. That's it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. Um, the main thing we're going to talk about has been dominating sports headlines all week. If you are uh, not up to date, we're going to talk a little bit about the fiasco going on out at uh, Northwestern University. Um, just a, a complete teetotal mess. Uh, Chris, you want to kind of skim over uh, what what's actually happened and 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 what we know uh, for those listening who may not be familiar. Well, apparently, a former athlete come forward. I'm I'm not sure when. I know I know Northwestern had a an internal investigation about hazing in the football program, and the whatever the findings were. Um, I've got I've got some stuff open here in front of me, they decided to suspend Pat Fitzgerald, I believe, two weeks without pay. And yep. once once the player, I'm trying to find his name, I believe his last name was Diaz, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, once he come forward, um, let's see, here it is. The statement that was released says, as the head coach of one of our athletics programs, Coach Fitzgerald is not only responsible for what happens within the program, but also must take great care to uphold our institutional commitment to the student experience and our priority to ensure all students, undergraduate and graduate, can thrive during their time at Northwestern. Clearly, he failed to uphold that commitment, and I failed to sufficiently consider that failure in levying a sanction. Yeah, and so they and and then today, uh, it's just been a few hours ago, they decided to fire him. Good. They should. So um, there's a lot of information out there. And it's, it, in some cases, it's kind of hard to weed through what's misinformation uh, and what's not. But I will say, uh, just, a, just a quick disclaimer for those of you who may be listening to this at your office or with, you know, kids in the room. Um, the nature of what happened or, or what's been going on at Northwestern uh is 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 pretty discerning uh, and there's some language that that we may use uh to describe what was happening that may not be safe for work it may not you may not want your kids to hear so before we get in, into it, it's just something to keep in mind um what what i've read uh doesn't sound like hazing to me chris um no I, not at all we've all played sports we've all been part of organizations just our group of friends we haze each other all the time um, what I read, uh, a lot of a lot of what I read, uh, I think would fit the textbook definition of sexual abuse. Um, oh, there, first, there, there's no doubt. 
if if I'm if I'm made to strip naked and and uh, uh, you know take snaps from a naked center or um, you know in, in the locker room where the lights are down and and a lot of guys are for lack of a better word here uh, you know dry humping me that that's not hazing that's a that's sexual assault and uh, I have a real problem with that uh, and then I have a problem that the, that that the institution um, didn't let Fitz go. Uh, once they found out what's going on, I, I mean, I, I applaud them for, for doing their due diligence and launching an investigation and, and make sure they have their, their stuff together. But typically where there's smoke, there's fire. And in that situation, um, he should have been gone a long time well, ago. Well, it, it, if anyone has learned anything, um, when it comes down to any kind of accusations like this, they should have all learned their lesson at Penn, from Penn State. I mean, it, that that's where the snowball started. Man. It, yeah, it, it, exactly. Uh, you're you're exactly right. I mean, um, a little bit different situation, but the premise is the same. As as a head coach of an organization, whether it be Northwestern, whether whether it be Alabama or Georgia, or uh, you know some big name brand in college football, as the leader of that organization, you are responsible for the safety of those young men. And that's where Joe Paterno, I mean, uh, you know, he, he wasn't, uh, I, I, I still to this day, I don't think that, that Paterno uh, played a role in anything that happened at Penn State, but I think he was aware and I think he covered oh, it. There, 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 there's no, there's no doubt yeah. he was aware because yeah, he, if, go ahead. How, how many, how many, how many years was the, the things with Sandusky going on at Penn State? Allegedly? I, I can't even tell you. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was a while. Uh, it was a while. Um, but I mean, there were there were people in that organization who made Joe Pa aware of what was happening, and he either chose not to believe it, not to listen, or to ignore it. <laughs> and uh, I, I think in these kind of situations, if you make either one of those three choices, you're complicit in the activity. Um, you may not be the one doing it physically, but by allowing something to happen, if I allow you to murder somebody, I'm complicit. I'm an accessory to murder. Right. Well, let, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, here, here's the perfect example, and I'm going to use you as it because you're the only person I know that has like 12 kids. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but if one of your children come in there and, uh, hey, dad, uh, child number A, I'm not, I'm not going to use their names because I, I get them all mixed up, but that's okay. But yeah, oh, how about this? Hey, the redheaded one, Eduardo. Just, uh, Eduardo. It, you, you don't have a child named Eduardo, but <laughs> but anyway, in it, back on track. He comes and says, "Hey, so and so is doing this. What are, what are you going to do? You're you're going to jump up and go check it out, right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I hear I hear somebody with horrible audio. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I, I, think that's I just I just came back in, guys. I think that's Wild Bill Curley. It's got to be because he it's, he. Yeah, you're a little you're a little staticky there, Bill. Well, I'm sitting on my back porch and there's crickets and frogs. Oh yeah, oh those are, yeah. Those Great. are definitely loud crickets and frogs. Uh, and an air and an air conditioner. And that's a loud air conditioner. That's, that's uh, the problem right there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hundred percent the air conditioner. Hundred percent. So, Bill, Bill, go to your basement. Yeah, yeah. Go back I, to your cage. I'd have to dig a basement. <laughs> So what we're talking about, Bill, uh, I'm not sure what you heard and what you didn't hear. We're talking about the mess out at Northwestern University. Um, 
We're kind of yeah. talking about how how complicit and responsible is Fitzgerald for the uh, and I don't use this this term lightly. They they can come at me if they want to, but uh, blatant sexual abuse and, and assault that was going on in that athletic department uh, with the football program. Yeah, I think um, so. I, I read I read a series of articles that were coming out on that from from the Daily Northwestern and. I think the journalism quality was pretty poor as far as he shed, she shed. But as far as the details, that's not stuff that's made up. That's stuff that's you, – you don't go around dreaming up that amount of details. So I think when it goes to Fitzgerald, you know, a, a culture of hazing doesn't start at the end of 2022. That's something that's been there for a while. And yeah. – um, yeah, he's 100% complicit. He either knew about it or was informed about it. He may have participated in it as a player. But it it's, you know, the buck stops here, as Harry Truman said, and it's got to go. Got it. It's a shame that a guy who's had a stellar career for 15 years in his, in his 15th year this is coming out yeah. and uh but you know you live by the sword you're gonna die by the sword absolutely yeah we were we were actually making the comparison to uh to penn state uh and joe paterno with that you know that whole situation and uh it, it's similar but it's not uh there, there are similarities right um it is i think it definitely qualifies as sexual assault not by a staffer but it's it's permitted by the head coach, right? Yeah, no, I agree. This this goes this goes way beyond hazing. And I, let, let me let me be clear when I say this, and you may disagree with me, fellows. That's fine. Um, like I was saying earlier, I grew up in sports. Uh, I was in the army. Uh, got a, a, a an alpha group of male friends who you know we we give each other crap all the time. And so uh, I'm familiar with hazing. I'm familiar with what hazing looks like. And uh, what, what's going on at Northwestern is just, it's just, it's, it's way beyond that. Um, That's perverse. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it's, it's unacceptable behavior. And I, I'm with you. I grew up in athletics. My dad, my granddad, my uncle, there were coaches. I played ball, you know, been in the Army. And I have, in my lifetime, never been, been involved with something that weird. No, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely strange, and then I think about you know me. I've got, I've got uh, I've got two do- two daughters in college. I've got one at Auburn, uh, one at Alabama, um, and I think roll tide. They roll tide. I think to their ages, and, and you know, what if they were a prof- not professional, but a college athlete? What if they were involved in something like this? Uh, how would they feel? You know, if they're worried about losing their scholarship, if they if they complain. Or, you know, it, there, there's so many pieces to it that it really, I mean, it, it really, it really turns my stomach. Uh, it oh, yeah. Appears to think about. Um, and, and then the fact that it took Northwestern so long to get on board and do the right thing by, by getting rid of Pat Fitzgerald, um, which they did just a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Today, but, you know. Um, and, hey, I don't want, I don't mean to make a joke of this, but. There's, I think there's some weird humor in what I'm about to say. Why, why is it 
that the highly competitive teams that are always competing for championships don't have this kind of problem. Well, if, if we're being honest, they're out driving too fast and uh, shooting up bars. And, yeah, and smoking, <laughs> exactly. weed, smoking, smoking, smoking weed in public parks in the off-season. Yeah. yeah, they've graduated to, to bigger and better crimes. But that's not in the locker room. Now, yeah, I mean, the, the locker room culture. You have to look at, you know, when you look at um, Alabama, Georgia, those kind of guys, you know, um, you've got NFL, in a lot of cases, NFL-ready guys who have this alpha dog eat, you know, uh, eat the other person mentality. Am I going to go into a locker room with the lights off and dry hump that person? No, I'm probably going to get <laughs> Negative. prearranged if I do that. You know what I mean? And so uh, it, it could only happen at a school like Northwestern or, you know, a, a place like that in terms of an ath- athletic program or a football uh, school. Uh, I, I don't I, I, I don't think things like that go on uh, at bigger programs. Maybe they do, and they're just better at, at keeping it quiet. Um my, my thought is, at, at schools that are pursuing championships, the players are probably too dang tired at the end of the day to fool with that kind of nonsense. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. They're, I, they're, I, they're, they're working their butts off on the field. They're trying I, to go home and get some sleep. Yeah, to that, to that point, I'll tell you, you know, uh, I worked for the athletic department in Tuscaloosa for, for a little while. Uh, while I was working on my graduate degree there, I was an athletic tutor. Uh, and I mainly tutor football football players. And, yeah, you're right, man. Those guys would come in at the end of the day, uh, early evening hours to do their, you know, if they had to do mandatory tutoring. They'd come in and sit down. And it, it was hard to keep them awake sometimes just because, you know, their their days are so full of, you know, practice, wait, class, study hall, be at the diner at this time to eat, you know. Um, that. The, they, they, they really have a pretty rock-solid itinerary during the season. Uh, you know, it's in the off-season when, when everybody typically gets in trouble. And so, uh, you know, they, they don't have that direct supervision. But I think, yeah, I think culture's got a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, you're not going to see things like this out of a, out of a championship-winning program like Alabama, Georgia. Uh, it, really, any big, big-time D1 school that hasn't, you know, it, it, even ones that haven't won a championship in years. Hey, hey, let let me cut you off, Michael. I was I was catching up on the there. There's every, every outlet has has a story on this, but now they're throwing in they're throwing in. Uh, let's see, right here, uh, racist remarks by the coaches sure. and players. Okay, they, they went into some. Uh, let's see here. Um, Diaz described several racist remarks players and coaches said to him. One teammate asked him why he didn't play soccer instead of football and said he was also forced to shave Cinco de Mayo into his hair during a tradition where freshmen would shave messages on their heads. Uh, okay. Well, well you know, I'm, I, that kind of sounds like the way we talk to each other, but uh, to an extent. You know, well, well, what I'm saying that that that, you know, I I can I can understand the, hey, you're Latino, why don't you play soccer instead of football? Um, and then here it is, there was an allegation made by Diaz that, and one of the former offensive line coaches joked by asking Diaz how to clean a dirty room, 
coach made a racist joke about how his family must know how to clean houses. Look, man, we 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 live in a different time. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, we there, do. There was, there was a day and time where you could get by with that stuff, uh, and 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 it's not today. Um, I mean, we're all familiar with Last Chance U and uh, uh, Josh Brown out at Independence Community College or whatever it was. Uh, shortly after they had their stint on Last Chance U, he got fired. You know, for making some 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 pretty terrible comments to the. Uh, uh, German kicker that they had. Um, so if you're going to fire and let let a guy like Josh Brown go from a community college, you know you, you got to let yeah. uh, when when those things start flying around, you've got to let um, you got to let the, the the big guy go. Well, uh, hey, if if a guy like Saban was running around, you know, using racial slurs on campus to his players, uh, I I would imagine that the university would step in at some point, especially at a school like the you know University of Alabama. That's the last thing they need is is more racial um, uh, bias. Well, well, it, it doesn't stop there. Apparently there was an allegation of the same coach telling a black teammate to stop wearing certain hats because he wasn't in the hood anymore. Um, right before calling the way he walked a gangster walk. And he also heard, heard a player um, tell another black teammate to show him how to act like a monkey. And I mean, it, that's that. That's tough. It, yeah, they're gonna burn that place down. I, I feel like this is this is the start of a snowball effect. Um, it's just the the deeper you get. I mean, it's they they said that uh, Fitzgerald would ask black players and coaches with dreadlocks and long hair to cut their hair, but not doing the same to white players. Um, yeah. it, it, it's really. <clears throat> I think there's more to it than just the sexual abuse, sexual assault. But yeah, well, it goes back to Bill's yeah. point about the culture. Uh, yeah. yeah, the culture's different, uh, obviously. Um, the South gets a bad rap for racism. Uh, we, we, we do. Um, in some instances, it's, it's understandable, but in others, uh, you know, if you're, if you're traveled enough, you understand that uh, racism, extreme racism, isn't exclusive just to the South. Uh, you'll, you'll find it up North. You'll find it out West. You'll find it in California and New York. Uh, you'll find it at Northwestern university too. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, Bill. All right. So, uh, are y'all familiar with, uh, coach prime's kicker? Mm, I've heard, I don't remember, but so so he's got, he's got a kicker. He had at Jacksonville state and he took him to Colorado and the guy is of Spanish descent. And his nickname for that kid is C. Senor. Mm. So, I mean, here's Coach Prime going, hey, C. Senor, come over here. That's the name he calls the kid, C. Senor. Okay. And apparently the kid loves Prime and Prime loves him. But, I mean, it doesn't, of course, this stuff out of Northwestern sounds sounds really more, like you said, cultural and, and nasty. And not yeah, just yeah, not, I, not humorous. Yeah, I I agree. I I think. Um, let me let me add this caveat before I say this. I you know I I I don't I don't agree with blatant hate. I don't agree with racism. Um, I I think that once you you have a uh, strong foundational relationship with people, um, good buddy of mine, I uh, passed away um, about a year and a half ago. Um, that I was in the army with, um, 
you know, we, we, we joke on each other all the time. Um, black guy, um, uh, you know, and, and that was acceptable in our relationship because we were so close. Uh, we were inseparable for a long time. We might as well have been brothers. Um, and it was acceptable to both of us just because there was this, the, the respect there. And we understood that it didn't matter what he said to me, what I said to him, we, uh, you know, there was nothing but love for each other. Um, and maybe, maybe that's the relationship that prom has with that, with that kicker. Um, I, but, it, it, it appears that way. Yeah. But, but I mean, to, to call an African-American player a monkey, that's a whole different no. No, that's that's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah asking people right. asking people how well they can clean a room that that's not appropriate. And no, yeah, no, it's not appropriate. But there, there is, you know, and I do think what we're going to see it. Chris mentioned this. I think we're going to see it Northwestern. We're about to see a big dog pile of of this, that, and all this other nastiness is going to come out. Yeah, all, all, and, it takes, all, all it takes is that one spark to a lot of fire. You're and, right. and Pat, Pat Fitzgerald's going to be, you know, selling insurance in Paducah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like it. I mean, you're 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 right. Yeah, the guys the guys probably not going to get a job. I say that, but uh, in today's era, when you got guys like Hugh Freeze uh, coaching D one schools again, it's hard to it's hard to say that anybody's actually dead in the water. You know. That's hey, right. The the the, the quarterback coach that was the whistleblower at Penn state can't get a job to coaching now. Um, sure. Think, yeah. Think, uh, think about that. Yeah. And I, I, but I think, I think that's where Penn state is a little bit different. Um, you know, we're, we're he, he was the whistleblower. I mean, and, and he's been, you know, blackballed. That's true. Uh, that, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, it, it's sad. But I mean, you know that that right there is is probably probably the reason what's happened is 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 been kept quiet for so long, you know. Yeah. Uh, sadly enough, in a lot of the times in today's world, instead of doing the right thing, we have to keep our mouths shut and weigh, you know, do a little uh, risk analysis, a little mental risk analysis, and, and weigh the benefit of doing the right thing versus the consequences of doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I can't, I can't imagine being a young man of that age, you know, 19 to 22 and having to make, uh, you know, a serious decision. Do I, do I speak up? Do I not speak up? You know, uh, Northwestern's not in Alabama or Georgia, uh, you know, they're not, or Ohio state, they're not a program like that, but they're a notable program. They're a notable school, they're a prestigious school. And so, um, you know, once you skip that rock, the, those ripples are going to keep going. And so, yeah. so it, you know, I, I commend I commend whoever it was that came forward. Uh, was it Diaz that came forward initially, Chris? It, it, it was. It was uh, Ramon Diaz Jr. Apparently, he played there from 05 to 08. So, this is something that, that I mean, this this really happened. I mean, this so is. So, we're talking about a 15-year-ago yeah, event right. that has continued because recent uh, reports were from December of 22. That's, that's right. So I, I wonder, you know, to, to your point about, you know, this being kind of the tip of the iceberg with that program, what else is going to come out? Yeah. Uh, and uh, not not just, you know, uh, across other programs in the country, but there in North at Northwestern, who, who else, you know, kind of um, I hate to use this term, but kind of that that me too movement, you know, who's yeah. going to say, hey, you know, that happened to me as well. 
or this this happened to me. Uh, I, I see your I see your sexual abuse, and I raise you this. You know, uh, that's right. What's what? What? Where is it going to stop? I, I, you know, and I think at some point you could be talking about the potential of of criminal charges or at least lawsuits, um, civil lawsuits uh, against that coaching staff. And I, I, I think it'd be well deserved. If I know as a parent, if uh, my son came home from from school, football player or not told me that stuff was going on in a locker room, I, I'd be talking to an attorney. Oh, yeah, and definitely. Especially at a school like that, who I know has got very deep pockets. Yeah. I had, I had a student I coached uh, about 15 years ago who played for Northwestern. And uh, he's, now, he's now since graduated and he's playing in the pros. And, um, you know, all he ever talked about was how great it was. But I have a feeling that if anybody messed with him, he could kill him. So, you know, he might not have – and I, d- I doubt he'll be the, the type that ever comes forward on anything. But, be, uh, so to still hear his insight on what we do know. Yeah, you know, and I bet I bet he won't say anything for years. I just probably, knowing that young man. Yeah, probably not. It's, it's hard. I mean, you know, um, as somebody who graduated from the University of Alabama, I do I, – I struggle um, with – you know, hearing people talk about, you know, Governor Wallace standing in front of the doors and um, even though that happened way before I was even born, it's still it's hard for me to hear because I love that university so much. I, you know, I, I love the program. I love the school. I love Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, it's my home. And so, I, you know, I can understand just kind of taking a step back, keeping your mouth shut and let what happens happens. Um you know, uh, golly, that's yeah. it's a tough situation, though. It's it's it's, yeah, it's it's just it's just sickening, and you know, there there's coaches out there that you you hope are good guys, right? And you know, Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. You know, um, there, there's guys like them that you hope, from what the image they portray on TV is, they're just good guys. Right, and you want them to to do well and 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 succeed to the best of their abilities, and and you know and end well, and this is not a good ending. No, but I think uh, I think to be a successful coach at the college level, you have to have a mean streak. You have to be nasty. Um, Nick Nick Saban's the most you know decorated college football coach of all time. Um, I've heard some terrible things about the man. Um, oh, I've heard some stuff about Kirby. Yeah, from for, from former players at Alabama said you hadn't been cussed until you've been cussed by Kirby. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I mean these these guys, uh, we 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 tend to put them up on pedestals, um, uh, almost like superheroes, uh, and forget that they're you know they're just highly paid human beings who know everything there is to know about a game. And that's exactly what we did with Joe Paterno. Exactly for 45 years because he had that image mm-hmm. and it turns out there was a deep sinister ugly culture yeah I, that, that, that it's dangerous it's dangerous yeah. and I wonder how deep it runs not just in college football in in college athletics uh we already know uh from recent stories in the news even up until last year you know uh with women's sports there's a big problem with you know gymnastics and, Larry Nasser yeah who was found stabbed today, and uh, that I, I got. I don't know if you'll edit this out, but I, I hardly have ever said 
I hope that guy dies, but I did say it today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, what a, that's a, I, I actually didn't know that. Uh, no, I didn't either. So uh, what a, what an amazing tie in. Uh, yeah. Larry Nasser, uh, he was found stabbed in his cell in Florida today. Really? Man, mm-hmm. oh man. Where's he, where's he at in Florida? You know, is he in Stark or? I didn't look it up. It's going to be a federal prison though, because he was in, um, uh, on federal charges, so it wouldn't be Stark. Got it. Okay, I know somebody that lives in Florida, <clears throat> so just saying. Man, oh man, I've, I've been just I've been to Stark, and <laughs> and that's that's where Ted Bundy uh yeah took took an, took an electric night. Sure did. Sure yep. did. After a, after right. a visit to Tallahassee and Lake City. Um, well, you know, it's like you say in the the sexual assault and abuse is prevalent. In, and and it's not just players on players hazing. I mean, if you think about it, just here in 2021, San Jose State, uh, they paid like one and a half million out to 13 or 15 different female students that were sexually harassed or assaulted by an athletic trainer. Man. And whether it was, and and reading reading the report from what I can remember is it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't blatant you know upfront sexual harassment but they were touched unwantedly during mm-hmm. you know massage sessions and so, you know such as that and mm-hmm. it, it happens and it's it's going to continue to happen until someone has been made an example of oh no yeah. absolutely Ho- hopefully hopefully we're going to see. You know, like Larry Nasser and then the Penn State and this year at Northwestern, we're going to see some people clamping down and not afraid to speak up and, and call it out because even if we're talking about legal adults, they're still young people. And, sure. and, and they have, like Michael said earlier, it's the coaches and the athletic director's responsibility to protect their lives. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, if if I'm a if I'm a football coach and I'm going to go into a, a young man's house and convince his parents that my school is where that kid belongs, you better believe I'm going to promise his parents that I'm going to treat that kid like he was my own. Yeah, uh, that means protecting that kid, fighting for that kid, advocating for that kid, guiding right. that kid, teaching him, and uh, it, it, it just it's not happening there's not there's no equity in that across the board um you know the, the culture in college I, I think lends itself to the problem as well yeah. uh, I haven't really touched on um you know uh, <laughs> we all we all know what 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 the typical college experience is is perceived as um my my experience was different um uh, Bill, I, I believe yours was probably a little bit different too um, than the norm. Uh, but you know that that does lend itself to the problem. It lends itself to the mentality. It lends itself to the uh, immaturity and the uh, lack of responsible decision making. Um, you know, and, and that and that does that trickles over into athletics. Uh, but again, this this isn't on. Uh, even then, ultimately, you know, if I go to a frat house or a sorority house and something happens. Um, ultimately that, that den mom is responsible. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the same thing applies to, to the, to a football program. Uh, um, you know, the coach is responsible. If the coach isn't held responsible, the AD needs to be held responsible. 
Uh, if the AD's not held responsible, the college president needs to be held responsible. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting close to to figuring it out. You know, I, I feel like this all started, I can't remember his name, uh, but the, I, I, the awareness of what goes on in these college programs started uh, with the Duke lacrosse player many, many years ago. But that was a false story. What? Not to my understanding. Yeah, most of that was fabricated. Really? Yeah. I have to go back and, and, and read back into that then. Um, yeah, the, the, I, where, so where, the, the, there, there was some stuff that was going on at Duke, but then remember some, some there was an allegation that some girls were at a lacrosse team party and got assaulted, and none of it was proven true. And it re- it wrecked those young men's lives. There's been a couple of, if not thirty for thirty, some some long 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 form shows on that. Okay, what was the what was the incident? It was it was well publicized. Uh, maybe this is related to Duke, uh, but incident: young man uh, raped a girl outside of a bar who was passed out. He 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 played a sport. Uh, that was at Berkeley. Yes. Was that at Berkeley? UC Berkeley? Yes. yes, it was. Okay, okay. So that's that's who I'm talking about. Um, again, like and, Chris. Yeah. He, he, Chris, he, give me a free pass here. I got it. Uh, you got to brush up on your journalism skills, guy. <laughs> Look, man, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, hey, we're we're not we're not CNN. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I I, I think. Um, you know, when that kid walked away, Scott Free and that judge made the comment about not wanting to tarnish that whole, you know, that young man's. No, life. no, that that was Stanford. That was Stanford. That, there it is. That, yep, that is it. You're absolutely right. Berkeley was something else, but uh, that was Stanford, and it was a swimmer, maybe. Maybe I I cannot remember. I'll have to go back and look. Uh, I'll I'll touch on it during the next intro and apologize. I do apologize on this intro for getting the TCU Kansas State thing wrong. For those of you who haven't met Bill yet, Bill's actually the one that pointed out that I was wrong about that. And so <laughs> I do well, apologize that, for that on this intro. <laughs> that TCU Kansas game for the Big Twelve Championship was the entire reason Alabama people wanted to be in the top four. Yeah, they should have been. But anyway, we we spent an hour talking about that uh, last week. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I, I think some some good points, and I I, I think it goes. Um, you know, I want to say to both of you, I, I, you know, that is a touchy subject, and to take it on uh, and and bring it uh, to life with our voices, I think is important um, because sexual abuse, sexual assault. Uh, it is something that that used to kind of almost be a social norm, um, you know. I, women walking down the street and being catcalled, and you know, we we're, we're dumb men. We we don't think about um, how that can make somebody's wife or somebody's daughter feel. But you know, as a husband and a father, I I, I do know nowadays, uh, and you know, I it's, it's that's a topic I'm pretty passionate about, especially uh, for women. Um, and this, this is, we're not talking about women, but, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to sit here and talk about something like this, something that's serious, uh, on this platform and, and, uh, you know, right in a way, um, uh, lend our hand to some awareness. You know, it just occurred to me and, and what you were saying there, you know, we're, we're, 
we're uh, on the Fitzgerald issue and then the other issues we've brought up. Um, let's not forget Art Browse at Baylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a more recent example. Yeah, and I've that and that what that was a serious uh, what 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 the investigate multiple investigations discovered was it was a sexual abuse culture on the campus. And it was, you know, where the football players and other athletes were allowed to do whatever they wanted to whomever they wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, it, this, this, you know, I don't, I don't care if it's the 1920s or the 2020s. You don't treat people that way. Absolutely. And um, and and so, it, it, it's it, the hammer has to fall. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's falling. It's in the process, thank goodness. And so that's the mm-hmm. difference, uh, you know, at least seeing some movement. Um, I would have liked to see some movement sooner, but but something's happening. And uh, um, I hope that Northwestern will do the right thing and that other, other schools and universities will learn to police themselves better, um, you know, the ones that need to at least. Uh, I don't think it's everybody. I don't think it's every college campus. I, I, I do think that there is a, a sexual culture a, a negative sexual culture on just about every college campus in the country. Um, I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's infiltrated uh, every athletic department uh, in a sense, like, like you're talking about at Baylor where, where student athletes can just kind of get away with whatever it is they want to. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Uh, you know, I, I, um, man, what a, what a jacked situation. It's terrible. And, and like I said earlier, you know, as a guy that you thought was a upstanding all-American guy and you wanted his image to be the reality with Fitzgerald, and it turns out it's just, it's, it's just gross. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think we've, we've, we've kind of covered it pretty well. Um, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Um, you know, I, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hit on it more as the story develops and, and uh, new facts and details comes out. Chris will stay on top of that for us. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of a, a tough conversation to have, um, you know, so, some, some real heavy stuff we're talking about. But, um, you know, I, I do want to encourage you guys who are listening, if you, you know, if you're enjoying the conversation, you know, we're just a couple of regular rad dudes. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we could be your next door neighbor. Uh, or we could be your school bus driver, you know, who knows? We're those kind of guys, but I do encourage you if you like what you're hearing to, to give us a like and share, um, you know, this is only our second episode. We're getting this thing started up. So, um, you know, leave a comment, share, like, um, you know, we, we try to post every day, um, different, uh, engagement activities on our social media pages. So feel free to answer questions. If you got something you want us to talk about during an episode, leave it in a comment message. And, um, you know, if it's something that we have. Oh, where, where'd he go? He go. Maybe so. But anyway, guys, if there's anything you want to hear, just shoot us a message. Uh, you can shoot us an email at wayoffsides at gmail.com. Way spelt with four A's. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, hope to see you guys on Friday night and remember to read your Bibles. Talk to you soon. Roll Tide.